on French soil. Girls had flung flowers at them, and they had been offered glasses of wine as they marched through the streets of Boulogne under the surly gaze of a troop of French soldiers who looked like something from a musical comedy with their long rifles, and in their capes, dark blue frock coats curled back at the thighs, red pantaloons and white spats. Toy soldiers, that's what they are, growled a sergeant. The Bosch walked all over them in the seventies, and they're doing it again now. Let's hope we can get them out of the mess they're in. The euphoria had died quickly, however, as they reached the railway station at Boulogne, to find no train waiting to take them to... Where? Rumour fueled the speculation. They were destined for a big counter-attack below Mons, where the French had sustained a great defeat. Only saved from rout, it was said, because the tiny British expeditionary force had stemmed the German advance, or Paris itself, to where the Bosch had advanced dangerously close, or perhaps Belgium, which the Uhlans had ridden through contemptuously, spearing babies, it was said, on the end of their long lances. Wherever it was, there was no train to take them there, and they were forced to wait on the platform and then march outside the town to the sidings where they camped in the open, and the rain began. Now, however, as dawn began to seep through the pewter-coloured clouds, an aged locomotive was wheezing into sight, pulling a line of open cattle trucks. Bertie's eyes widened. Surely the king is not himself sending us to war in these things, he cried. I'll get me stuff all dirty, I will. He and Jim filed on board and made themselves as comfortable as they could on the damp straw at the bottom of the truck, easing the large packs on their backs so that they could sit upright and balancing their rifles so that the bolt mechanism was protected against the soft rain. The sergeant who had spoken so disparagingly about the French army squeezed himself next to Hickman and took a puzzled gaze at his rifle. Blimey, he said. What's that thing? It's me rifle, Sergeant. I can see that, you bloody fool. But what sort? Uh, it's a Mark I Lee Metford. Ah, single shot, eh? Yes, Sergeant. The Sergeant sniffed. You must be territorials. I didn't think Lord Kitchener wanted you lot over here. Bertie, bright-eyed, bent over to join the conversation. No, Sarge, he doesn't. For some reason, you see, he doesn't like us and kept most of us back home to defend England's green and pleasant land. Although with respect, sir, it ain't so green and pleasant as Ireland. Although, to be true, it's been years since I've seen the place myself, see. The sergeant flicked the rain from the end of his long moustaches. What's he on about? He's Irish, Sarge, said Jim, although he's really from Brum, like me. But we both wanted to fight and not stay at home, see, so we took the... What's it called? Ah, the Imperial Service Obligation, that's it, which allows terriers to fight abroad-like. Hmm, well, the sergeant gestured at their rifles. You won't do much fighting with them things. They're well outdated. You won't last long with single shots. When the Huns come at you in their hundreds, as they do, you need rapid fire to hold them. You just won't have time to pop single cartridges into the breach. They'll be on you before you can scratch your ass. You've got to have rapid fire, and you've got to pump the bolt till your hands bleed. I know. He paused. 
I was at Mons, you see. There were only a few of us there. Cooks, clerks, grooms. The scrapings of the battalion thrown in to support the few regulars like me that was left. To fill in the holes, so to speak. Jim and Bertie leant forward, transfixed, their eyes on the leathery face at their side. But the sergeant now seemed almost unaware of their presence. There seemed millions of them, he continued, staring at the strange assortment of soldiers squatting around him, but seeing none of them. Grey hordes of them, coming over, massed together, their bayonets glinting. We couldn't miss at that range. We'd got no machine guns and we just pumped bullets in as fast as we could. He seemed to rejoin the present and turned his head back to Hickman and Riley. They do say as how the Germans thought we'd got Maxim guns, so fast was our firing. His momentary elation quickly disappeared.